0: Not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kinder Outdoors, presented by the Dallas Safari Club.
1: Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Our roots are in Dallas, but the DSC has grown globally to become a worldwide leader in wildlife conservation, the right to hunt and fish, and the education of future generations. Join us at biggame.org.
2: Hey, welcome back to our campfire here at DSC's Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, a proud Life member. Of the Dallas Safari Club. So is my wife, Robin. And you know what? You should be. <laughs> the great conservation work that takes place at home and around the globe by this 6,000-plus member organization is pretty phenomenal. If you care about wildlife, wild places, our hunting and fishing and outdoor heritage, your right to go to the range and enjoy an afternoon busting clays or target shooting, Please consider a membership. Sure glad you're here with us today. We're going to follow up with Joel Kolander, uh, with Rock Island Auction Company today. Remember we had him on a few weeks ago and he was talking about those pistols that would be auctioned in May. They belonged to Alexander Hamilton, one of our founding fathers, and he actually used these pistols under General George Washington in battle. Well, hey, they had that auction last weekend. And it was historic. We're gonna to talk to Joel about that. Carl Gunzer is gonna join me. He is with Purina Pro Plan. Purina Pro Plan is the title sponsor of Ducks D U X. It's coming to Texas Motor Speedway, latter part of June. It's the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Big conservation fundraiser and just a whole lot of fun. Carl's going to talk us through the various pro trainers and dog seminars that they've got lined up. Larry soon is here, and you are too, and that makes us happy. Thanks. Front Door to the Camp House is brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. You hear me talk about it all the time. When we travel, when you leave for work, when thunderstorms roll in, hey, these are times that can be very stressful for our dogs, and they show it. Sometimes it's destructive behavior. Calming care, very gently, naturally, over time, settles that dog. People are having great results with calming care. And you can learn more about it at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Hey, while you're there at kinderoutdoors.com, drop by that bragging board and take a look at old Theo, Theo Arnett. He's five years old. He caught a brown trout out of the San Juan River in New Mexico that's almost as long as Theo is tall. 25 inches. (laughs) Beautiful fish, beautiful memory. Hey, he's got his life jacket on. I like that. And I like this, too. He released that fish, that big brown, to spawn again this fall. Good job, Theo. You're on the bragging board at KinderOutdoors.com. Good news for Texas gun owners Retailers, wholesalers, gun manufacturers. It was House Bill 1927, Constitutional Carry, that dominated the news headlines in Texas recently, but did you hear about House Bill 1500? It passed, too. This legislation establishes that firearm and ammunition manufacturers, distributors, Wholesalers, suppliers, and retailers are essential businesses that shall not be prohibited by state or local officials from operating during a declared disaster or emergency. This ensures that law-abiding Texans can exercise their constitutional right to purchase and own firearms during future disasters and emergencies, regardless of any statewide or local office holders personal politics. Golly, how about old Caleb Cupall? He won that Bassmaster Elite event on Gunnersville last weekend, wire to wire, had an incredible day one, and a total weight of 85 pounds, 14 ounces. He's a second year pro from McWanago, Wisconsin. Not only is this his first Bassmaster Elite victory, but it's the first big blue trophy for any Wisconsin angler. He won by 17 pounds, 14 ounces. That margin of victory is the second largest in Bassmaster Elite Series history. Wes Logan, who won on Neely Henry just a couple of weeks ago, came in second. Greg Hackney, Gonzalez, Louisiana, third. Jason Christie, fourth. And Chris Zaldane, Fort Worth, Texas, rounded out the top five. Next up, Ray Roberts in North Texas for the Bassmasters Classic. Just two weeks away... June 11, 12, and 13. Calming care from Purina is its a breakthrough for those dogs that are just nervous Nellies. They bark too much. They jump too much. Get a little too excited or freak out when the thunderstorm rolls through. Calming care is really good for that particular dog. Over time, it gently settles that dog. Learn more about calming care when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Stanley Garbacks is 68. He lives in Caseville, Michigan. Bruce Warren is 53. He lives in Pigeon. They were out cleaning fish the other day when the game wardens walked up. Conservation officer Josh Wright, as a matter of fact, Garbach and Warren were cleaning their perch catch. They had caught 170 earlier in the day. That put them over the daily catch limit by 60 perch. In the freezer, they found 85 bags of frozen fish. Garbach was over limit by 35 walleye, 245 panfish, 393 additional perch. Fines total up to nearly $9,000. Hey, everybody, this is Casey Ashley. And when I'm not in the great outdoors,
3: I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Kinder, how'd you get in my boat?
1: At see, the mission has been so solid and successful in the areas of hunter advocacy, education and conservation that our membership has grown to include people from around the globe. Like-minded conservationists that know the importance of teaching young people how to fish, hunt, camp and conserve. If you share the desire to pass along these great rides to your children and their children as well. Consider a DSC membership. Dallas Safari Club is truly an international organization with our roots in an annual convention and expo in Dallas, Texas. But there are DSC chapters all across America. We believe that the North American model of science-based conservation put in place by men like Teddy Roosevelt and duplicated in countries worldwide works. We carefully vet and support groups that purely work towards science-based conservation. We spend a great deal of time and money on our future generations sharing a rich hunting history and heritage. DSC also stands toe to toe every day against the forces that would abolish your gun rights and your right to hunt and fish stand with us. Visit biggame.org.
2: Boots, bulls, and the Bassmaster Classic. Everything's bigger in Texas. Be at the best three days of bass fishing June 10th through 13th. Get the weekend started and enjoy live music at the kickoff party in the historic Fort Worth Stockyards on Thursday. Then Friday through Sunday, watch the Anglers take off at Ray Roberts State Park in Pilot Point. And check out the Outdoors Expo at Will Rogers Memorial Center and the exciting weigh-in shows at Dickies Arena. It's perfect for the whole family and all events are free. Catch the fun at the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic. Presented by hook details at fastmaster.com. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit KinderOutdoors.com and click the advertise button. Then view our media kit and give Audra a call. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you.
4: Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Atta Hook by Bullet Weights. The Atta Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Atta Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com.
2: You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look. At the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. NASTRA sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his NASTRA championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and NASTRA's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you.
0: Watch that old bird dog out of that chair and have a seat. You're in camp with us at the Dallas Safari Club and Kender Outdoors.
1: No matter where you live, the DSC is nearby. It could be a DSC chapter near you, or maybe it's a gun range that we fight to protect. It might even be a youngster that we taught to hunt or fish. We are the DSC org.
2: Thanks so much for hanging out around our campfire today. We greatly appreciate that. Who would have ever thought that crappie fishing tournaments would be paying $10,000 plus for first place, much less a quarter of a million dollars. That's what we're going to see on the Red River this fall at the Mr. Crappie Classic. Last weekend, there was a Mr. Crappie Classic qualifier on Lake Texoma. We were there. If you heard the show, you heard us there talking to Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie. And when it was all said and done, it was Jeff Schwederman and James Raines that hoisted the trophies and took home the big check hey guys congratulations you're 50 i mean it's like it's like uh stealing candy from a baby fifteen thousand dollars for crappie fishing jeff come on
5: i never dreamt that they yeah. had that kind of money in
2: crappie fishing this is surreal yeah to Win a tournament like this it's unbelievable you know to just a few years ago people would have thought this is nuts james
6: yeah you're absolutely right you know i i i've been doing this since i was 17 i'm 37 now and i never thought the purses would get up to this
2: yeah but they have, and you guys are winning those purses, and you're doing real well. How long have you two been fishing together? 13, 14 years? Yeah, yeah, something
5: like that. It's been that long.
2: And it's kind of like a marriage because it's you start reading each other's mind a little bit, don't you?
5: Yeah, yeah. Either read each other's
6: mind or when you can't figure it out, depend on the other one to help, you know, yeah. and vice versa. Either way, whoever's on is on, and who's not is not.
2: Yeah. And it starts working out.
6: There you go. Hey, they're walking up and strapping a championship belt on you guys. Yeah, it's between me and my buddy Jordan Sanders. We've had this competition every seven fish tournament we fish. Whoever finishes top, we got our own trophy. (laughs) Notice it was in his possession though. It was. It was. He's been doing me bad this year, but it's it's all right on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Back.
2: Hey, what's your favorite time of year to catch crappie, Jeff? All year.
6: All year. You love it. You love it.
2: Twelve months a year. Yeah. Um, now, when you guys came up here to, uh, to fish this body of water, Texoma, Texas Oklahoma border, the big reputation all over the country is stripers.
5: Do those stripers affect your crappie fishing when you come to this lake? I think they affect the location of the crappie. Yeah. I, I think, so we fish muddy water, so I think the crappie use muddy water to hide from the stripers. Now, in the clear water, we kind of find them shallower to stay out of the way of the stripers. So it definitely, stripers make a big impact on the fish for the crappie in this lake.
2: Absolutely, because a a crappie to us, you know, that's, man, that's a lot of fun. That's fun to catch, fun to eat. Um, To a striper, dude, that's just a meal floating around
6: out there. Yeah, an easy meal if you just sitting out in the open, but it's just like he said, I mean, this fish is notoriously you know this is not our first time on the lake and it's notoriously always fish shallow it could be august you can still catch fish five six foot of water
2: yeah and that's was key you guys caught a lot of fish in three four five foot of water that other guys never saw
6: yeah
5: i mean uh, we we like fishing muddy water and we found muddy water in here that's where we concentrated on um all week and then we fished around the parts of the lake and it's basically eliminating what we weren't going to fish
7: yeah
5: um yeah, I tried clear water, and I just don't have the patience for those deep, deep fishing. Yeah, from where we took off here at the dam,
2: you had a pretty good boat ride to get to your water every day. Were you a little antsy going up the lake, thinking, man, I need to be fishing?
6: Yeah, especially when all the other boats are flying by us at 70 miles an hour. But, you know, 21-foot Ranger, it's not the fastest boat, but it's sturdy. So it was great to be in with all the weight that you had to drive through. But, you know, 35 minutes one way, it's a long ride at 55 miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah,
2: And you mentioned the stability of the boat. That's a big deal on Texoma where you have these big striper boats out. Rocking you all day long like water skiers it's a big it's a big deal hey tell me your history real quick the two of you on the red river cuz that's the next big stop this fall never been on it
1: never wow. going
2: to
5: be first trip ever
8: first trip ever you just
5: go and figure it out put you you know go to work yeah just check out the internet yeah. uh, i know there's two locks that we have to look at and I guess we got to check out the lock system and we'll figure it out Yep, there you go. Figure out
2: the lock system. Uh, that's, that's something that's totally different for most of us uh, here in Texas uh, anyway. We don't have to do that. Florida guys know all about that stuff. Uh, but river fishing, have you done much
6: river fishing? We've done some. We've had some tournaments in some river systems before, so that that part won't be brand new to us. I mean, you know, oxbows and all that, we we got some familiarity with that. Yeah,
2: well, hey, listen, you guys put your heads together. You come up with big strings of fish, we'll be cheering for you, okay? Congratulations. Thank you. You bet. James,
6: good job. Thank you, sir.
2: They won the Mr. Crappie Qualifier last weekend on Lake Texoma. Jeff Schwederman and James Raines took on $15,000 for catching crappie. Those specs are growing up. Hey, this corner of the camp house brought to you by my friends at Fortiflora uh, from Purina Veterinary Diets. Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. And, hey, that's our veterinarians talking, not me. If you own a dog, hey, they're going to suffer from GI upset from time to time. That's just almost guaranteed. That's when you need to have Fortiflora handy. Order it now. So you'll have it then. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. I'm so proud of the work that Dallas Safari Club and other great organizations do for our critters and wild places all around the globe. My buddy Larry Wysoon joins me now. Larry, we talk about the good old days of hunting and fishing and conservation. You know what? When you stop and take a good look around,
9: these are the good old days. He stole my words right there exactly, in that we do. We live in the golden age of of hunting. We've got the best equipment. We've got more animals. We've got more access to places than we've ever had. And it doesn't take six months to go from here to uh, maybe to Africa and back. But, you know, that's because of a lot of things that have happened. The conditions have been right from uh, weather conditions for the animals, but also in terms of the mindset of people over the last several years. And, of course, organizations, particularly such as Dallas Fariq Club, since its inception, back in the early 80s has been very much involved in promoting that conservation is the really the savior of wildlife. You know, you look at some of these other countries, and I've been either fortunate or unfortunate depending upon your perspective, in being some of the African countries where there's virtually no wildlife left anymore, and it was because they did away with hunting. Wherever there was hunting, the, those animals are not only there, they're there in, in, in goodly numbers. And it's because they have an economic value in those people that are there pay attention to the needs and the requirements of those animals in terms of habitat. So, I mean, Dallas Fork Club has just done absolutely a fabulous job yeah. with that, as have you know some other organizations and game departments as well, but it's been the hunter. All the way through, that is paid for the conservation of not only the targeted animals. As a biologist a lot of times, I'd, I'd get approached by, "Oh, you care about is white-tailed deer," but we did a lot of work on some of the places that we played with in terms of trying to promote good management. And we found out that white-tailed deer benefited, but. The non-game species that were there and the habitat of all that benefited so much more. And, again, that goes right back to the time we're talking about this being the golden age of, of, of hunting. It's, it's never been better than it is right now. Yeah, And conservation goes hand-in-hand hand from species
2: to species, like you were saying. Good deer management helps the turkeys. Good turkey management helps the quail. And it all goes around and around in a big circle. And it's working, folks. If you'll take a look at uh, what our whitetail numbers were like in 1920. And what they are now, you can you can see the, the proofs in the pudding there. The wood duck, the Rocky Mountain elk, there's a lot of examples of how conservation has worked. And that funding, Larry, comes from hunters and fishermen.
9: It really does. And that's unfortunately not enough people I think know that, but they can thank the hunter for the fact that and the fishermen as well on the fishing side, that we still have the wildlife that we do these days. Were it not for hunting and fishing, the excise tax that we paid, all those animals would have been totally gone by now yeah absolutely
2: they would speaking of fishing larry why soon do you ever throw the rod and reel in the back of the truck when you're taking one of these uh uh highfalutin hunting trips that you go on all the time do you fish at all
9: i carry a spinning rig or fly rod with me everywhere i go and you know how much i get to use it zero zero we're usually so busy trying to get the hunts in that i don't have the opportunity to fish like i used to I, i dearly love fishing and one of these days, I'm going to actually be able to use that spinning rod or fly rod that I carry with me wherever I go.
2: <laughs> Let's slip out to the coffee pot, stretch your legs for a minute. And then when we come back, Carl Gunzer is going to talk to us about Ducks D-U-X, the Ducks Unlimited Expo.
9: Howdy, folks. It's Larry Weiss soon, Mr. Whitetail. Did you know that Mr. Whitetail is Native American for incredibly handsome and very talented <laughs> You never stop learning here at Kinder's Outdoors.
2: At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck.
8: Because it's fun to um, be able to... Uh do something with my dad and my older brother.
2: So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh to get all the way down here dressed and fed and ready to go? Four thirty. Four thirty. Don't you normally get up about four thirty
8: though? Mm-hmm. No. no way.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's fun though when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kinda of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you really. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying?
10: Uh Probably.
2: (laughs) At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails, and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S. And the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Way out in West Texas on Highway 287, about 40 miles east of Amarillo, is one of the coolest roadside stops that you'll find. Right there on the south side of the highway sits the Buffalo Gold Herdware Store. Buffalo Gold features wonderful Western art, one-of-a-kind jewelry, and all things Buffalo. Belts, boots, and bison leather products of all kinds. Our Buffalo wool socks, gloves, hats, beanies, and more will keep you warm like never before during the coldest winters. And that road trip will feel better, too, with a soft and cozy buffalo down-knit throw or lap robe, unique and beautiful Damascus steel kitchen knives, vintage Navajo sterling and turquoise jewelry, a huge selection of bison moccasins, shoes, and boots for hunting, working, or just looking great. Stop in and see us at the Buffalo Gold Herdware Store. Yes, we do have our own herd, 40 miles east of Amarillo near Goodnight, Texas. BuffaloGold.net.
7: Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance, Do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood.
2: After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana.
11: We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of
2: guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife.
9: Easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kerchival
2: invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com.
0: Sailing redfish on the fly rod, fresh walleye in a skillet, big time turkeys running to your call, a massive 6x6 within 30 yards, and a new personal best in the bass boat. That's life at our camp at Kender Outdoors with the Dallas Safari Club.
1: DSC is extremely cautious with your money. We research and know that the projects we support will indeed positively impact the future of wildlife and habitat your rights as an outdoorsman or woman and ensure that our kids and grandkids will have the opportunity and training to carry on the outdoors heritage. What's your money at work at biggame.org.
2: Hey, you're familiar with the NFL Combine, right, where college players come together and work out for pro scouts, NFL scouts. Bassmaster is starting a combine for high school fishermen that are looking for that next-level college scholarship. How cool is this? October 15, 16, and 17 on Wheeler Lake, Decatur, Alabama, the Abu Garcia Bassmaster High School Combine. Sixteen colleges have already signed up to participate. Want to learn more? Come see me, kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, let's make a little run down to the Texas Hill Country now. My buddy Carl Gunzer with Purina Pro Plan is standing by. Pro Plan, the title sponsor of Ducks D U X, the Ducks Unlimited Expo. It's going to be a big party. Always good to talk to you, Carl. Welcome. Good to be
5: here,
11: Billy.
12: Hey, uh, you know, normally we're leaning on your dog training expertise, but today it's a party invite, right?
11: Yeah, yeah. We are. Uh, we're just about a month away from the Ducks Unlimited Expo, and. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun putting together this sort of cast of presenters that are going to be doing demos there all weekend.
12: Yeah, and I want to talk to you about that a little bit. You uh, bird dog guys, you dog lovers, uh, if you have working dogs, bird dogs, retrievers, whatever, uh, you're going to want to come out to Ducks. The Ducks Unlimited Expo is coming to Texas Motor Speedway, believe it or not, June 25, 26, and twenty-seven presented by my friends at uh, Purina Pro Plan, and boy, what a celebration uh, this is going to be with a ton of live music! I hear Gary Allen's going to be there now, right?
11: That's amazing! What a what a great big name to add to the stage, uh, Gary Allen, and uh, you know a few other artists. I think it's going to be a great event Saturday night.
12: Yeah, that's going to be a big party. Uh, but uh, Carl is going to be over there. Right in the middle of it, as he always is, with the K9, and you've got some really top names, top dog trainers coming in from from across the country for this event.
11: Yeah, you know, um, Purina Pro Plan is the presenting sponsor of the, the expo, and the title sponsor is sort of the Dog Village. So we're going to have a Dog Village. We'll have trainers. Um, there'll be a big Purina Pro Plan booth. There'll be dock diving there. Um, some different organizations, one you know Wealth NASTRA will be there um, with yeah. the dogs, and it will just be kind of a dog area. And we've got um, demos scheduled for all day, every day at the event. And we've got two demo areas. One will be in the, in the dog village, which is inside the track, and then the other demo area is out at the pond outside. We'll be doing some uh, water demonstrations, sort of retriever water demos.
12: That's going to be so cool. Uh, so you don't want to miss it now. There are two two different and distinct areas uh, that you want to check out. Our friend Tom Dockin is coming down. He's a pro-plan man coming down from Minnesota for this, and he is going to be focusing on uh, shed trials and shed dog hunting, uh, which is a new craze, semi-new. It's been out there several years now, but it's a big, big deal.
11: Yeah, um, he's the president of uh, North American Shed Dog Association, and they actually have trials for shed antler hunting, kind of throughout the country, but so uh, Tom's going to be here doing demos, Mike Stewart and the Wild Rose gang will be there, you know, uh, Wild Rose has several facilities across the country, one right there in Dallas, run by Guy Billups, so Guy and Tom Smith from the Mississippi Kennel, and then of course Mike Stewart, they're going to be doing demos, I think it's entitled The Seven Habits of Highly Successful Sporting Dogs, And, uh, um, and then he'll do some water demonstrations. Uh, we've got Jordan Horak from Wisconsin is coming and doing some cocker demos um, for flushing. Jordan competes in English cocker field trials. In fact, he's won the National Open and the National Amateur in the cocker trials, so he'll be there doing some demos.
12: And you know what, Carl? I have to step in here and warn, uh, warn everybody. If you go to the cocker trials, you will own a cocker by the end of the day. You're going to fall in love.
11: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They're a lot of bone. You can almost stick them in your pocket. That's right.
12: Yep, that's exactly um, right. <laughs> and once uh, you hunt behind them, it's over with. You know, they heal right yep. next to you, and and then and then uh, take a dive into that that brush that's four times taller than them, and they do it with an attitude. Uh, you're going to fall yep. in love with these old workhorses. I'm sorry. Sorry for interrupting.
11: Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, they're a, a ball. Um, hey, a guy you might know, um, Scott Johnson from Cubby Find uh Kennels out of Kansas. Um, you know, Scott's a thirty five year um professional trainer, a second generation trainer actually. Uh his dad um owned the business before him and uh anyway, he um he really focuses on um Britney's but has has competed and won trials in in all um, breeds of pointing dogs, so um, you know he's titled numerous champions and national champions in um, the Brittany world. So uh, he's going to be a great uh, a great demo. He'll be there.
12: Warning, warning number two: once you watch the Britneys, you'll go home with yeah. two of them. <laughs> <laughs>
11: yeah. That's what uh, happens to you, right? They're like potatoes. Yeah,
12: it is. It is uh, coming up June twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Uh, We're talking with Carl Gunzer about the inaugural Ducks, D-U-X, and Ducks Jam uh, at Texas Motor Speedway in the uh, Fort Worth area, north side of Fort Worth uh, this summer. This was supposed to have happened last year, and like so many other events, Carl, uh, COVID uh, knocked it out.
11: Yeah, yeah, it was was disappointing for sure, but um, we're really excited and looking forward to kind of – Kicking off some big in-person events with this, as you know, um, events are starting to open up in Texas, and uh, it looks like things are are all turning the right direction with COVID. So um, we're really optimistic. It's going to it's going to happen and be a super event. You know, the fact that it's outside, I think it should be a nice, fun, safe event.
12: Yeah, and that's before typically. That's typically no promises, but that's typically before we hit about 118 degrees in Texas. Yeah. So we <laughs> that's we right. ought to be. And- fairly comfortable. Ducks, D-U-X, stands for Ducks Unlimited Expo. This is a Ducks Unlimited event and raises great money for conservation. I'm always a big fan of having a good time for conservation.
11: Yeah, it's going to be a a great event. I think it is planning to be a uh, dog-friendly event, but I'd like to sort of um, mention to people, you know, keep in mind that uh, a lot of the area is asphalt and could be hot. So if it's a hot day, um, and you don't have a dog that you can pick up or carry around, you know, might be a better idea to leave it at home, um, where it can be in the shade and, and not out on hot asphalt. You know, anything over, oh, 85, 90 degrees on asphalt can be a problem for your dog's feet. So, um, just one, one thought. And, oh, you know, the other demo I didn't mention, Billy, is, um, a group called the Quack Pack. And, um, it's a border collie trainer from Tennessee and he does demos all over the country um with ducks and sheep he herds he runs 3 and 4 dogs at a time and he'll he'll herd <laughs> ducks you know uh through obstacles and into rings and jumping through hoops and um it's really a fun entertaining event kids will love so that's uh um, the quack of that uh,
12: there's not a duck hunter out there that uh, doesn't need that dog those dogs to yeah. herd the ducks their <laughs> direct <laughs> that's perfect yeah it's going to be so much fun and uh, if you want to know about tickets just come see me at K I N D E R. And we've got all the info up there for you and of course you'll be there uh and uh set up there i'm sure pro plan will have several locations but uh you'll be there and available to talk to folks about the different formulas of pro plan
11: absolutely we'll have a, a whole crew there billy we've got samples and coupons to give out so um Stop by, visit with the, the Pro Plan team, get a sample of Pro Plan and a, a coupon for your next purchase.
12: Very good. Carl, always a pleasure to talk to you, and we will see you very, very soon at Ducks at Texas Motor Speedway.
11: Sounds great, Billy. We'll see you there. Hi, this is Clay Connor with Ducks Unlimited. And when I'm not in the great
1: outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
2: let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits, therefore the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake, Owyhee. The view from your giant Western Canada red cedar lodging stretches from the dam to the south, almost all the way up to North Dakota. The big lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the dead rabbit will also feature separate hotel style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest only dining featuring the rabbit's award winning chef. Oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking
3: you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org.
2: At Marksman Firearms in Mansfield, Killeen, Wichita Falls and Granbury, Texas, we know that this is a different kind of year. Income has been affected in many homes. But one thing that never changes is the need to protect home and family. That's why at Marksman Firearms, we're offering a 90-day same-as-cash layaway. First responders and military always receive a 10% discount. Buy that new deer rifle and optic for fall with time now to sight it in and learn it well. MarksmanFirearms.com Imagine a change in Hollywood's message. Imagine a big screen version of your life telling your story as a God-fearing, red-blooded hunter. Manifesting your God-given right. And skill to gather groceries in the woods and pray over them on the dinner table. Lots of folks seem to think this film is a great idea. This is Michael Waddell.
13: I'm Tati Hayes. Hey,
2: this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And want to partner with you to build the first ever hunter funded, God glorifying movie centered around our hope, our heritage, our harvest. What this world needs is a hunter. You make this world a better place. Come on, theharvestmovie.com. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com.
0: We knew you were coming when we heard your truck rattle across that old cattle guard. Welcome to our camp at Kender Outdoors with our partners at the Dallas Safari Club.
1: At DSC, we like to look down the road 20, 50, and 100 years and see clear running water full of trout, majestic sheep in high snowy places, and grassy mountain valleys filled with elk. We also picture a hunter in that valley and a fisherman in that stream. Just like Theodore Roosevelt 100 years ago, the work that we do today is terribly important. BigGame.org.
2: Hey, don't be a stranger. Drop by the Camp House website at KinderOutdoors.com. K-I-N-D-E-R. KinderOutdoors.com. Check out the bragging board. Leave a picture for the bragging board. We all want to see what you've been up to, okay? Okay. We are available wherever you get your podcast. I mean, everywhere. They've got us. They know about us. Just tell them that you want Kinder Outdoors, and they'll send you a free download to your device each and every week. You can catch us on the bow of the boat or in the deer blind or rolling down the road at your convenience. Kinder Outdoors, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I want to welcome my friend Joel Colander with Rock Island Auction Company back to the show. How
12: you doing today, Joel?
14: Oh, we're great. A little uh, ready for a little rest after a weekend like that, but absolutely fantastic.
12: <laughs> it was some kind of a weekend for Rock Island Auction Company, uh, and you and I spoke about this a few weeks ago. The big auction coming up in coming up in May. It's now history, and it's a record setter. And the star of the show was the Alexander Hamilton pistols that he actually used in combat. And we're going to get to those uh, in just a few minutes. But let's talk about this total number. Wow. Three-day auction, more than $30 million in auction money raised in three days. That's uh, that's amazing.
14: It is. We're uh, obviously over the moon about it. It's a new world record. It beats the old world record we set in December uh that was at twenty two million that was a world record, so we didn't just we didn't just beat the world record we uh we smashed it pretty good,
12: yeah, you beat it up uh, there are some some very uh distinguished firearms that were sold in this auction uh some pretty cool stuff. Can you hit a few highlights for us
14: sure well uh bat masterson's Colt single action army um that sold for four hundred and eighty eight thousand dollars
12: <laughs> wow. How old was had, that
14: John? Oh, he ordered that uh early 20th century, I'm sorry, late 19th century, so uh it's it's got over 100 years on it for sure. It still looks pretty good. Yeah. Has custom ordered it from Colt with a little bit of a higher front sight and uh it letters to him.
12: Man, oh man. There you go. Uh yeah, what else?
14: Well, uh there's a uh, Walker from uh, Texas Pioneer. He was a Confederate cavalry man too, John uh John Lane Decker, 218,000. Uh, One of the other stars of the show was a beautiful Winchester 73. Uh, John Ulrich made it for a world exhibition, sold for $718,000. Oh,
12: my goodness. What percentage of these very old ones like that are actually in working order? Do you ever find one that that will still fire?
14: I imagine a lot of them would, especially if they've been this cared for for this long. Uh, You know, a lot of them will function mechanically fine, and we list a lot of that in our descriptions. Uh, as far as the risk of actually shooting it, and would the, you know the metal take the the pressure of an actual gunfire? Boy, that's something. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to test myself, uh, not because <laughs> of the danger, but just because of the the risk of the value potentially to some of these just extraordinary items.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last thing you want to do with a two hundred thousand uh, dollars gun in your hand is <laughs> is uh, blow it up, ruin it. Yeah uh And then the star of the show, those Alexander Hamilton pistols, sold for over a million dollars. No surprise there,
14: yeah, it was right uh in our estimate range. They actually sold for uh one point one five million dollars um and it's i mean it's an incredible result to be over a million dollars. It just goes to show that what fine arms collecting can still be done like there's still such an opportunity out there compared to the the really high prices of other collectible genres. You can get to the top of collector firearms for a million bucks, between $1 and $2 million.
12: Hey, I'm in. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Uh, uh, Hey, Joel, these these auctions are so much fun to uh, keep up with and watch. Uh, For future reference, uh, uh, tell us what else is coming up at at Rock Island, what you guys have uh, lined up in the next few months, and uh, how we can be a part of that.
14: Sure. Well, all the auctions are uh, we list them at Rock Island Auction dot com, of course. And it's not just six figure, seven figure guns, of course. Those are the ones that you'll know, get a lot of attention. But we're hosting just about two auctions every month during the summer of some pretty—I uh, don't want to say normal, but like everyday guns. And there's some great collectibles in there. There's a lot of modern guns. There's a lot of, uh, you know, whether you're looking for hunting, whether you just like to go out and plink, whether you're sporting, whether you're doing three-gun matches, uh, single-action shooting society. It's a little bit of something for everybody, and there's guns at at every budget, we like to say, at every level of collecting.
12: It's something to keep an eye on. It's a lot of fun, and, of course, we'll be uh, staying in touch with Joel here when he has those uh, really rare guns come up like that. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Joel. Thank you so
14: much. Hey, thanks for having me on again. So, So nice to talk to you. That's my friend up in Rock
2: Island, Illinois at Rock Island Auction Company, Joel Colander. I love talking to him about these historic firearms and uh, their, their sale price, auction price. A lot of fun. It's banquet time. It's get-together time after a year of COVID. Uh, we're all back together. My friend Larry Wysoon rejoins me now to talk about the Dallas Safari Club Foundation banquet that's coming up in just a couple of weeks.
9: Always a pleasure to see you, sir. I think uh, a lot of
2: people might be interested to know that you are on the board of the Dallas Safari Club Foundation, which takes a lot of your time and effort, and and, uh, you get tugged on a lot from a lot of people uh, around the globe. Uh, So you pick and choose where you can serve. It's a big deal that you're on the DSCF board.
9: Well, I'm, I'm honored for you to say that, but it's, it's a true pleasure, I'll tell you what. The DSC Foundation does so much. All throughout the world, a lot of it here in North America. A lot of times people think, well, they've just done things thing in Africa. Sometimes that gets a little bit more publicity than what we do here in North America. But we do a lot of work here in North America, provide monies to a lot of absolutely fantastic wildlife conservation projects, some education projects, and then a little bit on the advocacy side as well, too, to try to meet with the three prongs of the DSC, which is conservation, education, and advocacy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That just shows you how important this is and how important this banquet is. Uh, We're going to have a big time at this banquet
9: coming up in June, real soon. It's almost here. It is. It's going to be June the 12th, of course, and it's going to be here at the Frontiers of Flight Museum here, right close to to, uh, Love Field. We've got some of the most fantastic auction items you can ever imagine, things that you cannot get onto hardly any other way than coming here to buy them right here so uh and
1: if you
2: can't make it we understand you're busy hey sit right there in your recliner with your phone in your hand and bid on these incredible items
9: they can do that or they can also go to the uh what is the website the virtual auction website that i can't remember dsc's uh i'll have to get it later because we'll have it posted for you on the website that'd be perfect if we do that but they can go there right now and start bidding at this moment as soon as they hear this and uh of course a lot of those We'll come up for the final auction that night. But you can sit there, like you say, with the phone or even on the virtual auction and continue to bid right through that time that that auction item is sold.
2: Modern technology. Larry, thank you so much. And we'll be seeing more of you soon. Dallas Safari Club Foundation Banquet. Coming up, make plans to join us either in person or online. Do a little bidding and have a little fun with us. Saturday, June 12th. Tell you what else is back this year that was missing last year. Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas, Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. All three shows this August, and I have the very first tickets that anyone has given away, and I've got yours waiting on you. KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-M-D-E-R, Free tickets to the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas 2021. They're back. Hey, I could use a cup of coffee and a leg stretch. Let's do that. And then when we come back, a couple of Bird Dog Hall of Famers, Bob West and Delmer Smith. Plus, KJ Kelly Jordan is going to teach us how to catch bass in ultra clear water.
0: been dropped off in a remote wilderness where the bears outnumber people 10 to 1 and the mosquitoes have been known to carry off full-grown moose lucky join us in camp
1: and tell us about it at kinder outdoors with the dallas safari club we attend the most critical conservation meetings no matter where on earth they might be sometimes that's switzerland sometimes africa and sometimes the kitchen table with the future outdoorsman or woman DSC Grassroots Conservation at Work, Home and Abroad, BigGame.org.
2: Welcome back! Thanks for hanging out with us today at DSC's Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. Big second hour on the way. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Pro Plan is the presenting sponsor of Ducks Dux Ducks Unlimited Expo, Texas Motor Speedway in late June. Make plans now to attend few years back while enjoying a day at the Bird Dog Hall of Fame in Grand Junction, Tennessee. By the way, if you're a bird dog enthusiast, you owe it to yourself to take a trip and check out the bird dog history in these hallowed halls. It is something else. The people, the dogs that are honored there, pretty amazing. And I was sitting there watching a couple of Hall of Famers, Bob West and Delmer Smith, pick at each other a little bit. And I said, boys, I need to turn my tape recorder on. We had a great visit, and that's coming up a little later. And Kinder Outdoors Pro Staffer, Major League Fisherman Kelly Jordan is going to talk to us about fishing clear water. A lot of people will be traveling this summer and traveling to new areas that, well, maybe if you come from stained water and you're going to be visiting, say, the Ozarks, that's all crystal clear water up there and many other places around the country. Kelly will give us a heads up on how to go about bass fishing, crystal clear water. So hey, settle back in with me here. Glad you're in camp with us. How could the fishing in Wyoming get any better? I mean, there are 10 blue ribbon trout fisheries across the state of Wyoming. Giant trout, beautiful scenery. How could it get any better? I'll tell you how. No license required, free fishing day. It's coming up on Saturday, June 5th. In fact, we celebrate fishing across our nation about this time of year every year. Late May, early June, there are free fishing days and free fishing weekends across most states in the U.S. Poke around a little bit. Find out when your free fishing, license-free fishing days are in your state. Get out in the sunshine with the kids, the family, the friends. Catch a mess. Fry them up. It's been too long. Speaking of Wyoming, June 1 is a big day for Wyoming hunters. That's the deadline to submit applications for a lot of the different fall hunts for both resident and non resident hunters. Here's another opportunity for you to put in for an elk hunt. Ever thought about hunting Minnesota? You have through Friday, June 11th, to apply for one of 30. Elk licenses being offered this year by the DNR. Seasons will run from late August to mid-October. And hey, good luck, Minnesota turkey hunters. This is your last weekend to hunt turkeys this spring in Minnesota. It all ends Monday evening. (coughs) Depending upon the age, a cow elk can provide between 120 to about 200 pounds of boneless meat. That's good hamburger, roast, steak, stews, stir-fry, fajitas, Mm -mm mm-mm-mm. Utah's antlerless big-game animals, including cow elk, cow moose, doe deer, doe pronghorn, and ewe, bighorn sheep. That draw period opened up the other day. You need to submit your application no later than 11 p.m. June 17th to be included in the draw. Dang, what a walleye. Montana anglers have landed six new state-record fish since last August. And on May 10th, Trevor Johnson of Helena added number seven, a whopper, a nearly three-foot-long walleye from Holter Lake near Helena. This big walleye weighed in at 18.02 pounds, 32.25 inches, 22 inches around the belt line. The picture's on the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. Congratulations, Trevor. Huge, beautiful walleye. Hey, if you do not feed Purina Pro Plan, I want to talk to you for just a moment, just a few seconds, and ask you to take the Pro Plan Challenge. There's a formula that's built specifically for your dog. It's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Go pick up a bag, a big bag, a 40 pound bag, and make the switch with your dog. Take pictures along the journey because in just two weeks, you're going to have a healthier dog. That's how confident I am in the formulas produced by pro plan. Somebody shot a little video the other day of a critter that was running on Antelope Island State Park property up in Utah. Utah Division of Wildlife Resources biologists studied the video and they're confident that that is a dadgum wolverine. We've got a picture at kinderoutdoors.com, a wolverine. They don't say when the last wolverine to trot across Antelope Island was, but it's Longer than anybody can remember. Did you hear about this? The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission hosted their inaugural Big Squirrel Classic Squirrel Hunting Derby May 15th at the J.B. and John L. Hunt Family Ozark Highlands Nature Center, northwest Arkansas. The contest was free and a celebration of the opening of squirrel season in the natural state. What a great way to get the kids started on a lifetime of outdoor enjoyment honing their hunting skills on those squirrels. And let me tell you something, smothered squirrels and gravy with biscuits, that ain't bad either. I'm Delmer Smith.
10: When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. And that's the fact.
1: Like everyone, the conservation world has been down a rough road lately. The money generated through science-based and properly regulated hunting, both here in the U.S. and abroad, is the key pillar of support for wildlife and wild places. I'm Corey Mason, Executive Director at Dallas Safari Club. Poaching, drought, and ties that would put a stop to hunting and the shooting sports, right and proper education of the next generations of outdoorsmen and women, these things don't stop because of a pandemic, and at DSC, neither do we. Many hundreds of mission-minded volunteers work without glory or headlines year-round for the DSC mission. That mission is clear-cut. True conservation work worldwide, sharing our beloved and precious heritage with all that will hear and take part, and defeating those that would rip up your Second Amendment and rights to hunt and fish. I invite you to come and join us. It all starts at biggame.org.
3: It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children—everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime,
2: great sport, and everybody can be successful. At it. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell some bimbo and say, hey, good luck. You
3: need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful
2: as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit cinnamoncreekranch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. The Tournament by Ken
15: Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged the battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore, men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place.
0: We thank God for the freedom, our men and women that defend it, and the Constitution that guarantees it. Welcome to camp with Kender Outdoors and the Dallas Safari Club.
1: Today, while you are enjoying time on the boat or maybe shoot a round of sporting clays, DSC will stand before your elected officials and remind them just how important your rights to hunt, fish, and shoot are. Even if you're not a member of DSC, we fight for you every day. BigGame.org.
2: Happy uh, Memorial Day weekend to you and your family. I hope you'll take a little time and reflect beyond the boat and the lake and the swimming and the hot dogs and the family get-togethers this weekend. Reflect on Memorial Day and what it is, what it's meant to our country. I, know, I think it means very little to a lot of folks anymore, and that's a shame, but it was put in place by our government to remember those that made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. They died defending our First Amendment, Second Amendment, all amendments to the Constitution, our freedom. They did their part and beyond in building the greatest nation in the history of the earth. We remember them and thank them again. Happy Memorial Day weekend. And now a solemn reminder about this Memorial Day weekend, 2020 boating accidents. This is just in Texas, but... I'm sure it carries over to most of the nation. Boating accidents last year are at a 30-year high. Fatalities on Texas waterways increased 45% last year over 2019. Fatal accidents on the water rose by 61%. Accidents on the water up 67%. Injuries up 64%. More than 70% of boating accidents that occurred in 2020 were on open motorboats or personal watercraft. The statistics are horrible. I know it's because there was increased traffic on the lakes last year. That was a big part of it. But it's a sobering and somber reminder, hey, be careful out there. Wear that flotation device. Watch out for the other guy. Save the booze for later. Go home with your family tonight, not the hospital or the morgue. A few years back, I had the distinct pleasure of sitting in on a great conversation with a couple of Bird Dog Hall of Famers, Bob West and Delmer Smith. Enjoy. Bob West, you've been uh, bird hunting a time or two, been on the road and field trial or two with uh, Delmer Smith. Is he a pretty good guy to, to bunk with, partner with on the road? No, huh? No, <laughs> no, no, No. What's the problem? Well, he don't sleep much. He doesn't? No, and when he does, he gets up early. Okay. Delmar. I think you and I would get
10: along. I'm between three and four most mornings. Well, I like to keep the radio on. If I don't have a television, I like to keep it on all night because I might miss something. <laughs> and Bob always hollering about that. Oh, he is? Yeah. And he turns it off on me. I go to sleep and he turns it off on me and I have to wake up to turn it back on. <laughs> so the radio goes off, and that wakes you up. I understand. I
2: understand. Well, it, it must be something good about old Delmer, because you guys have done this together a long time, Bob.
3: Oh, yeah. We've been, I, I don't know how many years together, and he's hes a joy. He's what everybody thinks he is. He's a gentleman, uh, just uh, knowledge. You cannot believe, Billy. This guy knows the name of their dog, the name of their horse, and he can talk about a find that happened 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, well, honest as days long, we've judged a number of pretty important trials together and uh, he's 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 almost like a father to me.
2: He's a great guy. He is a great guy. I've never met anyone that speaks ill or doesn't like Delmer Smith, uh, whether no. they've met you personally or not I have other I... than bob until <laughs> until today Delmer now no. No. in fact, I can tell you a story about this fellow
3: <laughs> he uh He can't hear very good yeah. and I, I mean it's really bad yeah. so uh, he just finished judging a trial. And there was a, a guy came up to him that didn't agree with the placements, yeah. and he scolded Delmer pretty harsh. Uh-oh. And uh, when it was all over, Delmer kind of tipped his hat and said, "Thank you." <laughs> and uh, oh, a few minutes later, uh, the guy come up to him and said, "Delmer, you're such a gentleman to set up there and take that kind of criticism and those words, and and." not lose your composure, and thank the guy. And Delmer said, well, why? What did he say?
10: (laughs) You never heard him. (laughs) I didn't hear you. You thought he was inviting you to the Christmas party. I thought he was really praising me real good.
3: (laughs) That
2: is the truth. That's a true
10: story. That's a true
2: story. Now, since you have such a good memory, and you remember these finds and and all these great bird dogs and horses and all, tell me about uh, Bob West. What
10: kind of shot is he? Well, I didn't get to go a whole lot with it, but I know they bought it. Brought in a bunch of birds. Okay, so
2: you don't know if they came from someone else's bag or his.
10: But, but he always I don't ha- know if he shot him in the air or on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but he had the part. Yeah, he's got the part. He, he's all right. He's U.S. choice.
2: Yeah obviously uh, you guys have been on the field trial circuit together quite a bit and judged,
10: judged a bunch together. Uh, what are you looking for uh, in a bird dog when you're judging him, Delmer? Okay, we're looking for a bird dog to be a bird dog, and that's one thing Bob and I agreed on, and we didn't even talk about it or anything, but the, the ability for that dog, how to go to find the birds, use the country, and handle them everything, and uh, that's what you look for,
13: Yeah,
10: and uh, hoping that that dog, as a breeder, will breed that same type of dog.
13: Yeah.
2: Now, Bob, if that dog had run out there, and just before he pointed that bird, if he had turned the radio on, (laughs) would you have picked that dog up? Yeah, I'd have had him up right away. <laughs> oh, boy. I appreciate you guys spending a little time with me today. I know it's a lot of bird dog knowledge, and we're having a little fun with each other here and uh, and going around the knowledge and just having fun. But that's a big part of
10: hunting and field trialing and bird dogs is the companionships, the relationships, and the fun. Uh, that That's the most important thing. Uh, and to be with Bob, and Bob's always sharper than a razor on both ends. <laughs> And he can always come out with the right things. Right. He yeah. can. Those relationships are special. Yeah. I think, Billy,
3: when it's all over, and and I, I'm not even sure when it's all over, it's about the dogs. I think it's about the people. Like yourself, we've become such great friends. I feel proud with your father-in-law how long ago. I, oh, yeah. And, Why didn't you discourage him from that and pick him up a
2: long time ago?
3: <laughs> I don't know. He, he's Bobby's pretty persistent. He hung in there, and uh, he's another good guy, you know, that we've got so many stories about. And although I've judged with Delmar an awful lot, I didn't run against him or with him when he was running in his heyday, but uh, you hear the stories about them, and the people, like you say, he's here talking to people that he knew their grandfather and great grandfather, and and ran with them, and it it ends up being about the people. Well, a great dog here and there, but people.
2: It's all about the people, and the people so dedicated to these dogs, uh, for sure. Uh, Now, I want both of you guys to tell me something. I've known both of you for quite a while now, and neither one of you ever gets any older.
10: How do you do that? Well... Is this going on air?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
10: <laughs> the best I oh I keep myself warmed out my teeth floated. Yeah. <laughs> that, be, they're that. that That is in the dog world and the horse world. The horses, you keep their teeth floated where they're good. They keep eating. They keep going. and if you keep them free of worms with the dogs and things, they keep it going.
2: Yeah, now, are you using ivermack on yourself, or how do you worm yourself? Does. With Mac.
0: Do you?
10: Yeah. No kidding. I was joking. You're serious. I'm serious. All the same thing. That's what they... It's all the same. <laughs> they worm well, all them people the same thing. Well, there you all, go. Oh, that type is... People and dogs and yeah. horses. Oh, oh. Yeah, same thing. That's an animal.
2: Bob, first time I saw you was 20-something years ago. And you two guys are proof that if you'll get behind a bird dog and chase him all your life, it'll keep you young.
3: Well, it'll keep you young, but you got to eat right. you got to pick your grandparents pretty carefully, oh, too, because that, that, in, that inherited, uh, you know, and I, I don't know, take care of yourself. But I think the grace of God comes in there a little bit once in a while just to get you through them hard spots, too. Absolutely, and
2: for you kids listening at home, we don't want you to run and grab the ibermac out of the kennel
3: or
5: the barn. <laughs>
2: don't do that. Don't do that. Ask, ask your mom and daddy about that. Tell them to call Delmer. Right? No, don't
10: call me. Call the call
2: <laughs> <Dollar> vet. <laughs> Hall of Famers Delmer Smith and Bob West. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan.
6: This is Eddie Salter. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder
2: Outdoors. <laughs> Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Boots, bulls, and the Bassmaster Classic. Everything's bigger in Texas. Be at the best three days of bass fishing June 10th through 13th. Get the weekend started and enjoy live music at the kickoff party in the historic Fort Worth Stockyards on Thursday. Then Friday through Sunday, watch the Anglers take off at Ray Roberts State Park in Pilot Point. And check out the Outdoors Expo at Will Rogers Memorial Center. And the exciting weigh-in shows at Dickey's Arena. It's perfect for the whole family and all events are free. Catch the fun at the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic. Presented by Hook. Details at Fastmaster.com. Whether you're new to firearms or an experienced, skilled shooter, the knowledgeable, friendly staff at Marksman Firearms and Outfitters is there to help. Marksman Firearms features an extensive selection of firearms, accessories, and specialty items. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and they offer a 90 day layaway, same as cash. Buy, sell, or trade at any of their Texas stores, Granberry, Killeen, Mansfield, and Wichita Falls. For more info, visit MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman.
8: Now, more than maybe ever, we could all use a little getaway, and the vendors' campground and cabins in Graybond, Texas is the perfect spot. We are open for business and with well-thought-out precautions to help keep our guests safe. Bring the RV and enjoy our full-service hookups, complete with cable TV, ramped-up Wi-Fi, and space to spread around while enjoying a great view of Grapevine Lake. We can comfortably accommodate any size RV or motorhome with plenty of pull-through sites. The Vineyards also features spacious lakefront cabins, fully equipped with all that you and your family will need to enjoy comfort camping. Our campground store is well-stocked with everything from groceries and ice to firewood and fishing supplies. Don't forget to bring the boat. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins features a private boat ramp with plenty of parking, a private beach, kayak, bicycle, and paddleboard rentals, and even a full-service laundry on-site. Come to the Vineyards. We're right in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth, but you'll feel millions of miles away. Vineyardscampground.com.
2: From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria.
14: The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 Purdy's in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August.
2: You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J.
0: Casarilla.
14: Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, It's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room.
2: Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting cordobadoves.com.
15: My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Cacheria. Can see me in Argentina.
0: God We Trust. That fishing story you just told? Not so much. Come on, it's camphouse time at Kinder Outdoors with the Dallas Safari
1: Club. Is it important to you to have your voice heard on important conservation matters? Do you look at the anti-hunting, anti-gun ownership people on the news and get frustrated? Why don't you consider joining forces with one of the most powerful true conservation and pro-shooting sports-minded groups anywhere? DSC welcomes you at biggame.org.
2: Hey, welcome back to DSC's Kinder Outdoors. We're thrilled to have you around our campfire with us today. Summertime's coming. We're going to be traveling. A lot of us are going to be traveling to various hot spots around the nation. And some of those places, we're going to have an opportunity to fish a little bit. If you're like me, the water back home typically is dingy, dirty. But a lot of the places that I visit, crystal clear water. And that's a totally different way of fishing kinder outdoors pro major league fisherman kelly jordan joins us now to talk about fishing clear water uh kj you've actually had a day or two off which is kind of rare what have you been doing with yourself
5: (laughs) yeah pro fishermen pretty much live on the road we get breaks here and there and when we do have breaks uh we kind of seem to disappear sometimes because we go do you know fishing and hunting for ourselves and with our friends so yeah it's a It's a crazy life we lead.
2: Yeah, you're usually hiding somewhere in camo uh, when you're not on on the deck of a boat somewhere. Hey, uh, summertime, Kelly, and uh, one of the uh, spots, hot spots, uh, that folks in Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, uh, that region like to go is Beaver Lake, Table Rock Lake, the White River, that area. Great fishing up there, but, man, that's, that's clear water. How do you approach a lake like Table Rock?
5: Well, Table Rock is a really great lake. It's one of my more favorite lakes outside the state of Texas. I've been there a bunch of times, you know, over the past really 20 years fishing tournaments. fished it a bunch of times had some great success there caught some great fish it's one of those lakes that uh kind of feels kind of like a home for me because i grew up in uh central texas and i used to fish on a lake called uh lake belton quite a bit which is a deep clear canyony uh riverine kind of lake with a lot of deep trees crystal clear water that scare off most people most people get a little scared when they see that clear water uh it gives me a little bit of confidence there, and I felt, you know, kind of comfortable. So, you know, every time we go there, I get a little smile on my face as long as uh, we don't have to break ice right. to fish up there when it's too cold. But, uh, man, it is. It's a it's a heck of a lake to fish. It's got tons of attractions in the area. It's a great place for the family. Wives can go see the shows if they're not into fishing, and the kids can do theme parks and game parks, and, and hey, the people that like to fish can go fishing and have a great day on the water.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. So when you're fishing water that clear, is it purely a fluorocarbon lake?
5: Uh, No, that you know, you got to think, especially if you're gonna fish there in the summertime. uh, You know, there's there's real deep water, and yes, that that probably you know takes more your you know precedences your your finesse techniques, your spinning rods, your six and eight pound test fluorocarbon line, your little uh, weenie worms type stuff, little finesse worms and drop shots, shaky heads, that kind of stuff. Uh, They catch them real good there on spoons as well. They catch them really good there night fishing, and they also catch them in the windows. Uh, because they do have so many deep trees and bluffs, and that crystal clear water. What that really makes for a lot of times is excellent topwater fishing, if you can capitalize on the right time.
2: And let's talk about times, not times of day, but times of year. When is your favorite time of year to fish a lake like Table Rock?
5: Well, any time around the spawn. uh, Right coming into the spawn is great, Uh, you know, Clear water like that makes for great swim bait fishing. Uh, those big fish will suspend on some of there's lots of big cedar trees in that lake on points. They'll sit and stage on those cedar trees, especially when you get a sunny day. They'll sit up in the top of them. You can bring a big swim bait by there or whatever other baits you uh, want to fish there. The locals uh, swear by a big striper-sized redfin that they kind of broken back fin top. It's, it's actually a huge jerk bait, but they... They modified the bill, they bend it down a little bit flat and what it does it just kind of becomes a wake bait and shimmies across the surface and for years and years and years as long as I fish table rock people always talked about that and they draw those big fish out of the cedar trees and they catch a lot of big ones and it's a top water strike. So you know that's great. The spawn is excellent there because it is so clear, you can see spawning bass everywhere. You can just walk from bed to bed to bed, pretty much around the whole lake. And you gotta remember table rock is a really great fishery because not only has really great largemouth fishing, and has some of the biggest spotted bass I've ever seen outside of the state of Alabama, and it has some big smallmouth too. It has all three, you know, you can have the grand slam there, catch a big spot, a big largemouth, a big smallmouth all in the same day. Uh, it's awesome. That's a great time of year. Post spawn, that's when your top water is really great. That's probably going to be up there, probably in about May. Uh, there may still be a little bit of spawning, but your deep water stuff starts to kick off then. Your Carolina rigs, your uh, Jigs, and you know, football jigs, your, your drop shots, shake heads, all that kind of stuff. Cranking works pretty good. Top water kicks off, and then you know you get into the summer. You got more night fishing, more of the finesse stuff out deep. That's deep fishing on deep drops, deep uh, bluffs, a lot of the deep timber, a lot of structure fishing. Look for schooling fish too. They'll come up and chase shad, and then top water fishing uh, bite is going to be there. Especially you know if you can catch. It's probably good all day. but early and late's probably going to be the best. Uh, fish the wind there a lot. Uh, It's just a great lake, and it offers, uh, it's so long you can go way up the river and see a totally different kind of deal. The the James River is a really good arm that actually has some color to it. You can easily find some off-color water if you're more comfortable there. Uh, It's just such a dynamic fishery, and uh, the only bad thing about it is it's so big and so long that you can burn millions of dollars of gas (laughs) but uh if you got some old gas hog motor man look out it's a hey it'll be a pretty drive but it uh it it might take you a couple days
2: major league fishing's kelly jordan one of our kinder outdoors pro staffers thanks kj hey if you missed any of that want to catch it again podcast wherever you get your podcasts we're there they'll send you a free download Mr. Whitetail Larry Wysoon joins me now talking about the Dallas Safari Club Foundation Banquet. The inaugural first ever is coming up in a couple of weeks. Larry, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to see you, sir. I think uh, a lot of people might be interested to know that you are on the board of the Dallas Safari Club Foundation, which takes a lot of your time and effort, and and, uh, you get tugged on a lot from a lot of people uh, around the globe. Uh, so you pick and
9: choose where you can serve. It's a big deal that you're on the DSCF board. Well, I'm, I'm honored for you to say that, but it's, it's a true pleasure. I'll tell you what, the DSC Foundation does so much. All throughout the world, a lot of it here in North America. A lot of times, people think, "Well, they're just doing things in Africa." Sometimes that gets a little bit more publicity than what we do here in North America. But we do a lot of work here in North America, provide monies to a lot of absolutely fantastic wildlife conservation projects, some education projects, and then a little bit on the advocacy side as well, too, to try to meet with the three prongs of the DSC, which is conservation, education, and advocacy.
2: Absolutely. That just shows you how important this is and how important this banquet is. Uh, We're going to have a big time at this banquet coming up in June. Real soon. It's almost here.
9: It is. It's going to be June the 12th, of course, and it's going to be here at the Frontiers of Flight Museum here right close to to, uh, Love Field. We've got some of the most fantastic auction items you can ever imagine, things that you cannot get onto hardly any other way than coming here to buy them right here so uh, and
2: if you can't make it
9: we understand you're busy hey sit right there in your recliner
2: with your phone in your hand and bid on these incredible items
9: they can do that or they can also go to the uh what is the website the virtual auction website that i can't remember dsc's uh i'll have to get it later because uh, we'll have it posted for oh, you on the website that'd be perfect if we do that but they can go there right now and start bidding at this moment as soon as they hear this and uh of course a lot of those will come up for the final auction that night. But you can sit there, like you say, with the phone or even on the virtual auction and continue to bid right through that time that that auction item is sold.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right, Larry. Larry Wysoon on the board of the Dallas Safari Club Foundation. And he's right. There are some one-of-a-kind trips and auction items at this uh, DSC Foundation banquet coming up in two weeks on Saturday the 12th that you're just not going to find anywhere else on planet Earth. Hey, we're going to slip off to the coffee pot, but when we come back, Joel Colander with Rock Island Auction is going to talk to us about a history-making auction that took place last week and our old camp house storyteller, Ray Sasser, talking about catch and release. Hey, everybody, it's Dave Mercer with Bassmaster. And
0: when I'm not in the great outdoors, I am sure thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, Billy, get off the stage. I'm the MC
2: the quail coalition the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them with 12 chapters throughout texas there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration the money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S. And the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Imagine a change in Hollywood's message. Imagine a big-screen version of your life telling your story. As a God-fearing, red-blooded hunter. Manifesting your God-given right and skill to gather groceries in the woods and pray over them on the dinner table. Lots of folks seem to think this film is a great idea. This is Michael
13: Waddell. I'm Tati Hayes. Hey,
2: this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And want to partner with you to build the first ever hunter-funded. God-glorifying movie centered around our hope, our heritage, our harvest. What this world needs is a hunter. You make this world a better place. Come on, theharvestmovie.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the dead rabbit. Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits, therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahi. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the Dead Rabbit at Classic Chevrolet Grapevine. We know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck.
15: Because it's
8: fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother.
2: So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here dressed and fed and ready to go?
8: 4.30.
2: 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30,
8: though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no way.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you Very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. (laughs) At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations. Understanding smiles. Life's victories and laughter. Sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com.
0: Coffee's always on, and the conservation is always good. Make sure you bring a youngin' or two. Together, let's teach them what heritage and tradition looks like. This is the Big Billy Kender Outdoors Camp House, partners with the Dallas Safari Club.
1: When a young lady takes her first dough and feeds her family with it, or a teenage boy smiles about his catch of crappie, they probably don't think of us at DSC, but we're there. Conserving, preserving, and teaching we are the dsc big game dot org
2: joel colander with rock island auction company rock island illinois joined us on the show this weekend to talk about that historic auction that they held last week weekend it was a record breaker
12: i want to welcome my friend joel colander back to the show joel how are you today
14: oh we're great a little uh ready for a little rest after a weekend like that but absolutely fantastic
12: <laughs> it was some kind of a weekend for Rock Island Auction Company, uh, and you and I spoke about this a few weeks ago. The big auction coming up in coming up in May. It's now history, and it's a record setter. And the star of the show was the Alexander Hamilton pistols that he actually used in combat. And we're going to get to those uh, in just a few minutes. But let's talk about this total number. Wow, 3-day auction more than 30 million dollars in auction money raised in 3 days. That's uh, that's amazing.
14: It is we're, uh, we're obviously over the moon about it. It's a new world record. It beats the old world record we set in December. Uh that was at 22 million. That was a world record. So we didn't just we didn't just beat the world record. We uh, we smashed it pretty good.
12: There are some very, uh, distinguished firearms that were sold in this auction. Some pretty cool stuff. Can you hit a few highlights for us?
14: Sure. Well, uh, Bat Masterson's Colt Single Action Army, that sold for $488,000. <laughs>
12: wow. How old we was had, that?
14: gun? Oh, he ordered that, uh, late 19th century. So, uh, it's got over a hundred years on it for sure. It still looks pretty good. It has yeah. he custom ordered it from Colt with a little bit of a higher front sight and, uh, it letters to him.
12: Man, oh man, there you go. What else?
14: Well, uh, there's a uh, Walker from uh, Texas Pioneer. He was a Confederate cavalryman, too. John, uh, John Lane Decker, 218000 Uh One of the other stars of the show was a beautiful Winchester 73. Uh, John Ulrich made it for a world exhibition, sold for $718,000. Oh, my goodness.
12: What percentage of these very old ones like that are actually in working order? Do you ever find one that that will still
14: fire? I imagine a lot of them would, especially if they've been this cared for for this long. Uh, you know, the, a lot of them will function mechanically fine, and we list a lot of that in our descriptions. Uh, as far as the risk of actually shooting it and would, the, you know, the metal take the, the pressure of an actual gunfire, boy, that's something uh, – I don't know if I'd want to test myself, uh, not because of the danger, but just because the the risk of the value potentially to some of these just extraordinary items.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the last thing you want to do with a $200,000 uh, gun in your hand is <laughs> is uh, blow it up, ruin it. Yeah. Uh, and then the star of the show, those Alexander Hamilton pistols sold for over a million dollars. No surprise there.
14: Yeah, it was right uh, in our estimate range. They actually sold for uh, $1.15 million dollars um and it's i mean it's incredible result to be over a million dollars it just goes to show that boy fine arms collecting can still be done like there's still such an opportunity out there compared to the the really high prices of other collectible genres you can get to the top of collector firearms for a million bucks between one and two million dollars
12: hey i'm in (laughs) done (laughs) Uh, uh, hey Joel these these auctions are so much fun to uh, to keep up with and watch Uh, for future reference uh, uh, tell us what else is coming up uh, at Rock Island what you guys have uh, lined up uh, in the next few months and uh, how we can be a part of that
14: sure well all the auctions are uh, we list them at rockislandauction.com of course and it's not just six figure seven figure guns of course those are the ones that you'll get a lot of attention but We're hosting just about two auctions every month during the summer of some pretty, uh, I don't want to say normal, but like everyday guns. And there's some great collectibles in there. There's a lot of modern guns. There's a lot of, uh, you know, whether you're looking for hunting, whether you just like to go out and plink, whether you're sporting, whether you're doing three gun matches, uh, single action shooting society. It's a little bit of something for everybody. And there's guns at, at every budget, we like to say, at every level of collecting.
12: It's something to keep an eye on. It's a lot of fun, and, of course, we'll be uh, staying in touch with Joel here when he has those uh, really rare guns uh, come up like that. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Joel. Thank you so much.
14: Hey, thanks for having me on again. So so nice
2: to talk to you. <laughs> That's always fun to catch up with Joel Colander in Rock Island Auctions. The late, great Ray Sasser was our storyteller around this camp house for nearly a decade. He shared a lot of wisdom along the way, and this particular piece called Fishing Catch and Release, gave us a little insight on how to safely handle those big fish.
13: Fishermen have learned that it doesn't hurt, and it makes good conservation sense to release large fish. Big fish aren't as good to eat as their smaller counterparts. From the standpoint of conservation, trophy-sized fish are important because everybody would like to catch one or more, and it takes years to grow a big fish. The bottom line is that sportsmen to have too much time invested in a big fish to kill the fish. If the Toyota Sri Lanka program has taught us anything else, it's proven that trophy fish can be recycled. Besides, if you want a wall mount of the biggest fish you've ever caught, you don't have to kill the fish. Simply take a good photo of your catch along with length and girth measurements and get the details to a taxidermist who specializes in replica fish mounts. A good taxidermist can make a replica that looks just like your fish. The replica mount lasts longer than the skin mount. Fish replicas are a classic example of having your cake and eating it too. Who knows, maybe you'll be lucky enough to catch the big fish again next year, bigger than the first time. More likely, the biggest fish you ever caught could wind up somebody else's biggest fish, etc. In spite of everything that's been learned and shared by parks and wildlife fisheries biologists, some anglers refuse to do it right, however. The Lanka Cree is the closest thing in Texas to a triage group for fish. They know what to do to keep these fish alive and healthy. Keep in mind that any big fish is a senior citizen. A 15-pound bass is probably 10 years old and cannot survive the same rough treatment as a 3-year-old fish. My pet peeve is who continue to hoe very big bass by the lower lip, supporting the fish's considerable weight with an exaggerated lip grip, that rolls the fish's lip out and stresses the jaw. Anglers do this to make the fish look bigger. Parks and Wildlife long ago identified the practice as damaging to a big fish's jaw, and Lanka Program Director David Campbell said it might be damaging to smaller fish as well. Another pet peeve is anglers who caught the fish of a lifetime, but aren't willing to disrupt their fishing day to transport the fish to a marina with certified skills so they can weigh the fish. Instead, they stick the fish in a live well and continue to fish for several more hours, including running the boat all around the lake. That's a lot of stress for a big fish. Bass boat live wells are better than ever, but they're not really designed for fish that measure 25 inches or longer. Even if the lake surface is calm, riding around inside a sloshing live well is stressful. If you plan to release the fish, you should stop fishing at once. As soon as the lucky catch occurs, And transport the fish to the marina as quickly as possible. Better yet, keep accurate scales and a digital camera in the boat. Weigh and photograph the fish yourself and get it back in the water as quickly as possible. Here are three tips from David Campbell to help a big fish survive being caught and released. Number one, don't handle the fish any more than necessary. You'll remove the fish's protective slime coat. Number two, don't hold the fish out of water any longer than you can hold your breath. If the wind is blowing, the fish's eyes can be damaged by as little as 20 seconds of exposure. Number three, hold the fish with both ends, one hand on its lower lip to secure the fish, the other hand under its belly to support the weight. Do these things, and the biggest fish you ever caught could very well be the biggest fish somebody else ever catches.
2: I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together in this camphouse each and every week also want to say thank you to the Dallas Safari Club. Because of COVID, there was no convention this year. Without those essential dollars raised by Convention and Expo, it's impossible right now for DSC to continue this particular outreach. I hope you'll support DSC. Become a member. Join them at Convention and Expo next January. I sure will. Hey, see you next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch.